You are listening to Ring Chasing Podcast, the podcast by Don Garrett. This podcast is about the pregame and postgame thoughts of Sanford Seminole High School football's quest for a state championship. 41-22 win over a good Treasure Coast team out of Port St. Lucie. Featured Goldie Lawrence's return with four touchdowns. After the break, we'll talk about the game. Let's talk about the scoring in this one. So the first first touchdown was a Luke Rucker to Goalie Lawrence pass, and the two-point conversion was no good to make it six to nothing. Then the Titans scored a touchdown and got the extra point to make it seven to six Titans. Then the Titans forced a safety to make it nine to six Titans. Then another touchdown from Luke Rucker to Goldie Lawrence, and the two-point conversion was good to make it 14-9. to Next touchdown was a Trey Clock run to make it 21-9 to Knowles. Next touchdown was a Titans pick six to make it 21-16 to Knowles. And that's how it would go into the half, 21 to 16. First touchdown out the half would be a Luke Rucker to Goldie Lawrence touchdown pass. Two-point conversion was no good to make it 27 to 16. Next touchdown would be a Luke Rucker to Michael Key touchdown pass to make it 34 to 16. Titans would then come up with another score to make it 34 to 22. And the final score on the night would come on a Goldie Lawrence rushing touchdown, his fourth touchdown of the night to make it 41 to 22, and that's how the game would end. Some overall thoughts on the game before I get into the specifics. I think the first half, the energy wasn't quite where it should be. Uh, there was a, a few penalties and uh, some mistakes uh, that might have had a lot to do with uh, the bus for Treasure Coast. Got there right at 7, so for them to warm up and everything, it didn't start till 7.30. So it's kind of wait, waiting game at that point. So that, I think that's one of the reasons that the uh, energy wasn't quite where it needed to be. I said on the pregame coming into this, the biggest thing that we would have to do is stop Treasure Coast's run. The, they ran the single wing most of the night. Uh, the thing about that offense, and we've seen it with Apopka in the past, is it takes a little while to get used to uh, the shifting and the uh, running of that uh, single wing offense. So that took a little bit to get used to, and I think the first half we were kind of going through and... Uh, uh, seeing it and getting used to it before the second half and we were able to lock it down. So on the pregame, I also said this Treasure Coast team is a good team. Uh, even though their schedule says they're 0-2, uh, they're able to run on some good defenses. They ran on Osceola. They ran on us in the first half. So uh, one of the problems, though, is their schedule. So they got two big, two 
other bits of tough games coming up against uh, Chaminade Madonna as well as St. Thomas Aquinas. So they could lose a couple more games before they uh, start winning. But I think in the end, they're, since in the Suburban, they're going to be able to make a long run in the playoffs. So it was a good team that we played tonight, uh, and it was a good game overall. One thing about the single-wing offense, too, it's built to a time of possession. So basically, when you're running that offense, uh, it's long possessions, uh, taking chunks out of the clock, uh, and that's what it's built on, right? So uh, coming from behind, it's not really that good of an offense to come from behind unless you break off those uh, long chunks runs of yards uh, and score quick so when they were behind I was kind of surprised that they stayed in the single wing instead of going more to the passing but that has a lot to do with our secondary so uh, I think that was a big thing and once uh, we were ahead uh, they weren't going to come back. Okay let's break this down so from the quarterback standpoint Luke uh, had a great game Uh, he was 15 for 21 210 yards and four touchdowns on the night, according to Max Preps, which is great stats. Which in NFL terms would have had him a 103.21 quarterback rating, so that's a good night. So in the receiving room in his first game back, uh, Goldie Lawrence led the receivers. uh, Four receptions for 79 yards, three touchdowns, longest was 32 yards. Uh, Had some great highlights in, in those catches. One was he took the outlet pass, and uh, there was about three defenders there, and he was able to get through those defenders, and he took it all the way down the sideline for the touchdown. Another one, Goldie beat the defensive back, and it was a great pass by Luke where only Goldie could have it over his shoulder for the touchdown. Uh, That was a great pass and a great catch by Goldie. Another one where he beat the DB and in the corner of the end zone, he dove for the ball and he grabbed it. Uh, It was a great sliding catch, so that was a great play as well. So on his return, uh, after being out for two games, he had a big night. Michael Key also had a touchdown reception. He was uh, four receptions for 62 yards and that one touchdown catch. It was a great uh, pass and a great catch. So Michael Key was also uh, one of the receivers who made big contribution tonight. Marvin Brown had some crucial first down catches and extended drives uh, with his receptions. Uh, He had four receptions for 50 yards and a long of 23-yard reception. Justin Rosado was also in on the receiving. He had uh, two receptions for 12 yards. In rushing standpoint, uh, Goldie had one rushing touchdown and Trey Clark had the other rushing touchdown. Rory Thomas led all rushes on the night. Tyrone Williams continues to show he's tough to get down where he's dragging. had a couple runs where he was dragging some uh, defenders with him. So that's one of the big things I see with him is he's he's tough to get down. So let's talk about the defense. So the defense had a great night. Uh, The... What I saw from the defense is when they start running a single wing... With uh, the, all the movement and all that, that's uh, an offense that's typically tough to get used to. So what you'll find is the teams that run it will get their yards 
uh, a lot of yards in the until the defense gets used to it. So I think that's really what we saw in this game, where in the beginning they were getting chunks and chunks of yards, but I think towards the second half we were able to uh, get used to it and make some crucial stops. So uh, that was big key for the defense. And with them running the single wing and not passing, the uh, secondary didn't get a lot of work as far as uh, the passing game goes. But uh, there was two interceptions. Uh, Antonio Simpson had one, and Tavari Hampton had one. Also, there was one pass breakup, which uh, Doravius Williams had. As far as sacks go, Jordan Perkins had one, and also Connor Hobson was in on a half a sack. So uh, from that standpoint, it was a good night. As far as tackles go, Ethan Pritchett led all uh, defense with 12 tackles. Antonio Simpson had eight. Doravius Williams had five and one pass deflection. Jordan Perkins had seven. Connor Hobson had four. Preston Watson had nine. Michael Johnson had five. Marlon Hooks had two. Tavari Hampton had seven tackles and one interception. Corey Smith had two tackles. Dion Campbell had one. And Chasen Johnson had two. And Connor Hobson also had a fumble recovery. So for the defense, it was a good night. Once uh, you get used to the single wing, and they were able to make some crucial stops down the stretch uh, to prevent the uh, Treasure Coast from continuing to run the ball uh, and get chunks and chunks of yards. As far as special teams go, Antonio Simpson had a 97-yard kickoff return. That should have been a touchdown, but it was called back due to a penalty. Uh, Antonio Simpson had uh, some good runbacks on kickoffs and, and some punts, so uh, he did good on special teams as well as Cale Tomlin uh, converted three uh, extra points, uh, which was good. And Goldie had on the two-point conversion where uh, he, he was snapped the ball, he had two defenders that uh, were going to tackle him, turned him around, so he had his back facing the end zone, and he threw the ball over his head for completion for a two-point conversion. You don't see that uh, many times at any level, so if you get a chance, look at that. If you ha weren't at the game, look at that uh, highlight. Uh, it was a good uh, two-point conversion pass over his head while he was backwards. So things we need to clean up, like I said, every game, uh, even though you get the W, uh, there is still some things that you can look at to uh, say we can clean some of the things up. I think in the first half we came in flat. We just didn't look like our normal selves. Uh, could be the grind of the tough schedule. Could be the delay where the bus was uh, late for Treasure Coast to get there. And then there was the 20-minute uh, where they were warming up. Uh, we were just stand, standing there, so uh, kind of waiting on everything. Uh, it just didn't look like we had the sense of urgency that we normally do. And I think that was uh, had a lot to do with the delay. So in the first half, we had some crucial penalties against us. Uh, one of them was uh, because of the single wing and the movement to the single wing. Uh, there was an offsides against us. Uh, I think there was th two more offsides caused uh, by similar uh, 
movement uh, that Treasure Coach was doing on their offense. So uh, that was a couple of the mistakes in the first half that uh, was caused by both getting used to the uh, single wing as well as, I think, uh, the delay uh, that caused it. The Titans also had a pick six, uh, so that was one of the things that uh, happened during the the problems we were having with the mistakes. The second half, though, I think we made some good adjustments coming out of the half, uh, especially uh, defending the single wing. I think that was a turning point in the game because uh, especially when they're behind, the single wing is not an offense that uh, is going to be able to catch up because, like I said, it's more of a grinding offense that takes time off the clock unless like a popka one when we played them in the playoff game they had some quick scores off of the single wing so uh but those were quick scores and you don't get that a lot in the single wing so i was a little surprised that they didn't uh go more to the passing game but i think that has a lot to do with the interceptions we had when they did So I think the adjustments made at halftime were great uh, is for stopping the run as well as I think the sense of urgency was back. Uh, we looked more like uh, the team we know we are and uh, the mistakes were limited in the second half. So uh, I think that was a good thing. Uh, overall, it was a great game against a tough opponent. Uh, like I said, the Treasure Coast team uh, was able to run on Osceolo, who has his good defensive front. They ran against well, ran some against us in the first half, so uh, they're going to be a team that I think can do some damage in the Suburban. So, got to give them props for also coming all the way to Sanford. Uh, the coaching staff is a good coaching staff. Uh, they'll have that team ready. So, uh, I think that was a big game. Uh, it was a great game to watch, uh, and uh, I'm glad that the weather held off. Uh, we didn't have that much rain in it. So uh, next game, looking forward, it's going to be a first district game of the year, a home game against Evans. So uh, I'll have the preview on Thursday for that, and I think that's all I have for the post game. It was a great uh, W. Uh, 3-0 and going into the Evans game in the first district game. We need the district win. So uh, the preview will be on Thursday for that. Just want to say, everyone, thanks for listening. And if you can, share it.